0: Well, hey there! Welcome to The Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on The Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying! Hey there, hello to you, and welcome to episode number 13 of The Prayer Podcast. I am so grateful that you're listening today. And you know, as I have been praying about this show, about this episode, I've kind of found myself considering the wide variety of things that people are facing in their lives, the things that they are praying about. And um, you know, it kind of brought to mind those moments in my life when I felt like there were things that were too small, that seemed too small to bring to God in prayer. You know, maybe my friend was going through something really horrific and I felt like the biggest, most pressing need in my life at that time was just small compared to that. Anybody else ever feel that way? Am I the only one? I don't think I probably am the only one. You know, I realized that in my thinking through that, that um, I'm probably not alone. And I want to encourage you today that if you have something that you maybe are feeling like this seems small compared to what my friend or my colleague or um, someone else is going through, maybe somebody that's on the other side of the world, a news story you heard about, I want to encourage you that the truth is that God cares about the details of your lives. All of them, all of them, big and small. So where you are today, that you're facing some really big things, Maybe some things that are not so big. Maybe you're just in a place that feels kind of like normal, like getting back into the fall routine and this feels normal, feels so normal. It maybe kind of almost seems boring, maybe sort of dull. Maybe you're grieving. If so, Lord bless you. I pray that there'll be people around you to shore you up and uh, comfort you and grieve with you. Maybe you're rejoicing, and if that's you, I pray that you'll have people who will come alongside you and rejoice and celebrate with you. Uh, Maybe you're about to step into a whole new phase of life, and it's wonderful and exciting, but also kind of like nerve-wracking all at the same time. Wherever you are today, the verses I'm going to read are for you. God's word today is for you, because God is for you and he loves you so incredibly much. This is episode number 13 of the Prayer Podcast, and I'm Jan L. Burt, the host of the show, and today we're going to read and pray based on some verses in Psalm 116. You ready? All right, let's see what the Bible has to say to us today. From the Amplified, Psalm 116 verses 1 and 2 say this, I love the Lord because he hears and continues to hear my voice and my supplications, my pleas, my cries, my specific needs. Because he has inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The psalmist is clearly a person of prayer. That much is clear, right? He believes in it because his God has heard his prayers and has answered. That's a powerful testimony to the faithfulness of God. And I hope that you and I can have that same testimony. We are people of prayer. We believe in it because we know that our own personal God who loves us individually and corporately has heard his prayers and has answered them. That is a powerful testimony to God's faithfulness. And it's a mark that should be on the life of every Christ follower. You know, faithful he is, faithful he will ever be. When we go to the Lord in prayer, it's good to remember that he is ever faithful. I believe it was Martin Luther who first said that even the devil is God's devil. Let me say that again. Even the devil is God's devil. Does that bring you any comfort today? Maybe it encourages you as you are ready to to pray, like to encourage you to like stand in prayer. Like you're not going to waver. You're going to keep praying. You're not going to um, give in to discouragement or unbelief. You're going to stand in prayer. This assurance that even the devil, even the devil is not outside of God's reign and God's rule. Satan himself is no match for the Lord. Jesus is going to return one day soon and he will slay Satan With the breath of his mouth. The enemy is no match for God. And the God you pray to, your personal God, he hears you. He has Satan on a short leash, even if it doesn't really seem like it in your own life. And yet it is true. It is true. You know, Jesus is going to return very, very soon. And he is going to deal the final rendering death blow against Satan. It will come. It's coming soon. God has not um, abdicated his throne and the devil has not pulled one over, pulled a fast one, pulled the wool over the Lord's eyes. Because God is ever faithful, we can trust him when we go to him in prayer. And I'm trusting him to be ever faithful to you at your exact point of need in life at this moment. Okay, verse one says, I love the Lord. And why does he write that he loves the Lord? Because God hears and continues to hear his voice and his supplications, his pleas, his cries, and his specific needs. God hears your voice and will continue to hear your voice. You are not talking to the ceiling. You are talking to a God who hears. The devil tries to tell us and often tells us that we're unheard. Anybody else ever experienced that? God's not hearing you. Your prayers are just hitting the ceiling. Look, it's simply not true. God heard us and he continues to hear us. He's listening when we pray. Our voice is heard. We are not voiceless. We have a voice in heaven. Think about that. Your voice is heard in the throne room. You have a voice in heaven when you pray. When we make an appeal to the righteous judge, it's heard and it doesn't fall on deaf ears. So keep praying. Your God hears you and will keep on hearing you. Your supplications, when you cry out to him in prayer, when you are pleading with him and you're desperate for him to move and act, to step in, to intercede, to heal and deliver, to do something. Psalm 116 says clearly with no ifs, ands, or buts that God hears. It doesn't mean he is a vending machine. We put in our prayers and we push C5 and we get exactly what we want. You can see the little thing spinning to drop the answer to a prayer that we want. You know, my husband used to tell my kids when they were, when they were younger and they'd be maybe griping about dinner, right? They're griping about, I don't want that, I want, that. I want this instead. Maybe fighting about, oh, we're going to have this for a snack or whatever. He would say to them, your mother is not running a restaurant. Sometimes we get discouraged in our praying because we didn't get what we ordered. If we're honest, we can admit that. Sometimes that's the exact cause of our discouragement in praying. We might say, God's not answering. Maybe he did answer. He just didn't give us what we ordered. We might say, God's not listening. Prayer doesn't work. Is it ever the cause of our response being like, God doesn't answer. God's not hearing. Prayer doesn't work. Is the cause of that ever, possibly, because we just didn't get what we wanted. God is not running a restaurant. You and I may not get exactly what we ask for. We don't get to give orders. You see, we're not paying God and leaving a tip. It isn't walking into a place when we choose that we selected and ordering the meal that we want. You see, it doesn't work that way. It's, he's, it's not a restaurant We don't order him around. We're not going to get the candy bar from C5 necessarily. But don't stop praying. Just because it's not a restaurant and just because God doesn't have vending machine kinds of options doesn't mean prayer is is pointless. It doesn't mean prayer is futile. He is the Lord God Most High. And so, of course, it isn't like we place an order and we demand good service or we're not leaving a tip at the end of this whole exchange. It's not that. Can't we, can't we get to a point where we can admit sometimes that is the source of our frustration in prayer? I'm not saying always, but I am saying sometimes, and I think it's true across the board at some point in time, in some way, shape, or form for all of us. Here is what I want you to hear that is the most true thing for you today regarding prayer. Can't it be true that God is ever faithful, that he hears us, that he continues to hear us, and that he isn't handing us a menu and telling us that we get to choose? Can that be true today as you think about your prayer life and your prayer needs? That we just don't get to say, I'll take mine medium rare and no sour cream on the baked potato. Thank you very much. Nope. That's not the end all be all of prayer we think it is It's sometimes to really push through these barriers that we have in prayer. I tried this. It didn't work. I'm going to pray conservatively. I'm going to pray safe. I'm going to pray like really basic prayers, nothing specific. And remember our verse today said to mention our specific needs. We pray because God heard and it heard us when we cried out to him. We were pleading with him about our specific needs. That's what it says in Psalm 116 verses 1 and 2. So we may end up like in a place where we're like, I don't want to talk about my specific needs with God. I don't want to ask him about those because I didn't get any answer. Maybe we did get an answer. Maybe it wasn't what we ordered. Maybe it wasn't what we wanted. We have to come to a point of realizing that it's not always, that God didn't answer. Sometimes we convince ourselves that God didn't answer because we didn't like the answer we got or we didn't like the hang on, not yet. Keep praying, keep trusting, I'm growing you, I'm maturing you, I'm working over here in a thousand different ways you can't see and I can't answer that just yet. It's not time. All of those things can lead us to a place where rather than deal with the reality that is that maybe sometimes I want what I want and I don't get it and I get angry. The reality that sometimes God said, hang on. The reality that sometimes God's answer was the exact opposite of what I thought was best. That takes maturity. We have to be willing to be matured in the Lord to really fully lean in and accept the fact that God really truly is God. He really truly does know best and best in his kingdom Can sometimes feel like worst in mind? Can we get to the point that we admit sometimes that's why we have stopped praying with any kind of, uh, you know, we're not specific, we're not in the details anymore, we're super vague, or maybe we don't pray at all. Maybe the only time we pray is when we bow our heads Sunday morning at church and we just don't talk to God at all anymore. God hears, my friend, this verse says so. The lack of a C5 dropping down into the little, you shoot, you know, the lack of a vanilla Coke from Sonic with light ice. Uh, that's what I ordered. That's what I want. The lack of the fact that it's like, but I asked her this and why would I get that? I don't like being told to hang on and wait. None of that indicates that God isn't hearing you. That's not what that means. Those things do not mean that God isn't hearing you don't stop praying. Keep pleading, keep crying out, and keep bringing your specific needs to him when you pray. That's what it says at the end of verse one, my specific needs. It's in the word of God on purpose, my friend. It's not here by happenstance. Take him at his word and simply choose to believe that he wants you to pray about the details. So get specific. Sure, he's not a vending machine, but nonetheless, he desires for his children to bring their specific hurts, their specific needs, your wants, your dreams, even your very specific praises, bring them to him. And I mean it. While we're at it, this whole list of praying about specific things, asking him for things, why not bring our very specific praises to him as well? Praise him specifically even down to thanking him for that really great parking spot that allowed you to have a short walk into the grocery store because maybe you're like eight months pregnant and you've got a toddler in tow and the diaper bag is really bulky and you're just not feeling like a long walk today and boom, there's that up close spot. Praise him and thank him specifically for that. Why not try this? Why not do it? Get specific and see how he moves in response. Verse number two. Because he has inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. Have you made this kind of prayer commitment? Like this. I mean, this is just an example, but it might be something like praying like, Lord, because you turn your ear toward me, you incline yourself toward me as I pray. That's amazing. For this reason, I'm going to call on you in prayer with praise and thanksgiving in the good times and in the bad. For as long as I live. Lord, May my last breath be one that I exhale talking with you. Wouldn't that be a wonderful way to close out your time on this earth? To step into heaven simply continuing the conversation that you've been having with your Lord. Call on him as long as you live. And when eternity rolls around, you're not going to regret your time spent in prayer. Okay, if it's okay with you, I would like to spend just a couple of minutes praying for you right now. Lord, thank you for your Word. Thank you for your ever faithfulness to your children. I praise you for hearing us when we pray and for always hearing us. These are the words that Jesus spoke aloud just before he raised Lazarus from the grave. He thanked you for hearing him and and acknowledged that you always hear him. May these be our words to you now, Lord. Thank you, Father, for hearing us when we pray. We know that you always hear us. We believe that your word is true. And when it says you hear us, that you do. We are never voiceless. We're not unheard. We're not muzzled. We're not lost in the crowd. We're not just a face among many. We're not crying out to no avail. We are not lost and we are not alone. No, the opposite is true for us because we are your dearly loved children. We are heard. We are never alone. We are not abandoned. You have engraved us on the palms of your hands, Jesus, and were able to come in prayer knowing that we are heard. Thank you for this tremendous gift, Lord. And may your people who bear your name be a praying and a praising people today and for all our days. Now, as I pray for the ones listening, Lord, I'm asking you to hear them as they plead with you, as they cry out to you, as they bring you their specific needs, do as your word says and hear them. And in the hearing, provide an answer. May your absolute best be the answer that they receive and nothing less. We know that we're the clay. We know that you're the potter. And so we submit to your will and your way. And we trust that even if the answers are not exactly what we would like them to be, we know you are good and that the answers you provide in your perfect timing are for our good and for your glory. And so, Lord, may our testimonies be something like a city on a hill that that can't be ignored, that are not hidden. May our testimonies not be hidden, but may they point to you and may others around us find hope in you. Let us offer hope. Let us be hope dealers to those who need hope, to those who see us when we receive with gratitude your chosen answers to our prayers. Be honored in our praying and in our living. And even as we take our final breaths, Lord, if you happen to tarry so long that, that, we, that we die before we meet you, or if you come, may the last thing that we do when you come be speaking and thinking about you. It's a big prayer, Lord, but I'm asking you to hear me and to answer. Be honored in our living and in our dying. Because we have inclined our hearts to your word, which is what we've done when we study the Bible and we pray based on what the Bible says. We know that you're hearing us. And thank you, Lord, that you incline your ear to us. Such a thing is too marvelous for us to fully grasp or understand. We're going to continue to call on you, Lord, for as long as we live. And we are thankful for the gift that you have given us in prayer. All these things I pray over everyone listening today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today for the prayer podcast. And, you know, I really am grateful to be able to uh, share with you about prayer. It's been a long, hard road of mine, um, how I've grown in prayer and some of the prayer battles I fought and things I prayed for, answers I've seen, answers I'm still waiting for. Definitely, not one to feel like I'm, uh, I'm not putting on my preachy pants and lecturing you. If I seem impassioned, it's because I get impassioned about the word of God and about prayer. Definitely do not think I have um, arrived. I'm nowhere close to that. I have my own prayer struggles that I'm fighting through. And I can more than sympathize, I can empathize. with somehow, Sometimes it's just a long road and it can feel exhausting and you can grow weary. And yet, I want to encourage you don't stop praying. He's hearing you. He's hearing you. I'm grateful for the privilege of being able to pray for you today. And I'm also going to add a link in the show notes for a free prayer resource if you'd like to grab that. I'm going to be back next time for episode number 14. Thanks so much for being here. God bless and bye-bye. much for joining me today on the prayer podcast it's a blessing to read what the bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you remember to always pray and never give up see you back here next time